0: So now uh, I'm an individual retail investor and I've been riding the vicissitudes of the stock market for the last 10 years, started out with 10000 now I have $10,001. <laughs> it goes up and it goes back down. Um, now I want to get into something where my investment is secured by uh, something more tangible like real estate. How do I invest? Absolutely. So,
1: What you can do is go to our website, um, Mm -hmm. lexmarkets.com. You can find us on the App Store. I think we're on iOS now and and, and, uh, uh, the Android. And you can create an account. Uh, You'll be put on the wait list until our official launch. Um, And at that point, what you're able to do is you'll see some of the assets that we are working closely with that are in talks of becoming a qualified offering. And that's that indication of interest point at testing the waters period, where you can actually just say, I'm interested in that particular asset if that were to become an offering, uh, at valuations and whatnot. Once the offering is qualified and made public with the SEC, um, then you are able to deposit funds into a brokerage account that we have connected uh, with our partners at Apex, and you'll be able to invest in the property. And these properties, uh, the, the securities that are, that are in the properties are, are all Q-sipped, and you will own a share of the entity that is public with this property. What that entitles you to is a proportionate amount of cash flow from that property. And each shares we arbitrarily price at the initial offering phase of a hundred dollars. So it's an easy benchmark price to be able to kind of do the easy math on it. So mm-hmm. one share at the uh, initial offering is a hundred dollars and that hundred dollar benchmark could go up and down on the trading system based on supply and demand of that particular asset class. Wow.
0: That's it. Well, that's great. Uh, so uh, man, I have a ton of questions. So, um, let's say that I'm an owner. Now I I have this portfolio of assets Mm -hmm. and um, I have multiple classes. I have D classes, you know, B classes, C classes, a class uh, in, in across the spectrum, you know, I may own some hotels over here, uh, some multifamily over here. uh, And I'm looking to create liquidity for my portfolio. And I come to you and I say, um, you know, I, I want to put my, uh, either portfolio or individual property. Okay. And, and so tell me if I could, are you only dealing with portfolios or it's, are you also dealing with individual properties?
1: Right. So it's only individual properties. And the reason we're doing it is because we want the investors to make their own portfolio. We want them to pick and choose from different sponsors, different markets, different classes, and create their own portfolio.
0: Okay, so now I'm an owner, I want to put one of my properties on your platform. Um, Walk me through that process and then give me some timelines in terms of how long does it take to go through the underwriting, uh, what what I can expect in terms of cost, and then uh, when is my uh, asset ready to go public, if you will. Absolutely.
1: So we'll have an initial conversation with the owner. Uh, first explaining what this whole thing is because it's obviously a novel concept and there's a lot of questions that are involved in just the general idea of of creating a, a real estate securities marketplace. Um, so we walk them through that. And then my team, the, the, the underwriting team uh, on the investment banking side, we work hand in hand with them to identify the property within their portfolio that works at this time for this sort of uh, uh public offering right because mm-hmm. i mentioned we're only dealing with the stable cash flowing assets that have already uh finished redevelopment for the value add component to it there's not a lot of you know meat on the bone left for for value add it's really just general market appreciation at that point mm-hmm. with the, um and we'll identify that property with them say this works they'll say yeah we want to hold this asset you know forever. This is, this is going to be a legacy asset for us. You know, this isn't tied to a fund or anything, or maybe we're using the funds to, to buy out the the LP partner uh, that does want to get out of the deal or pay, you know, some, some prep or, or expensive meds or something right that, that they have from that, you know, transitional phase of it. We'll identify that. We'll recap it. That money flows to the investor. So, so it's, it's a best efforts um, uh, offering, meaning. Okay. Uh, they have to hit a minimum threshold for them to be satisfied with it for it to close, and mm-hmm. once the the offering closes, the the money is, is deposited into the um, the operating company that holds title to the assets. So that's the company that it is, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's um, and that money is used for you know buying out the partner, paying down Mez, whatever it is, and they stay on in the deal, so they're still involved in the deal. The GPs have to stay on in the deal because when you're marketing this to these investors, they want to invest alongside some of these, these owners. They know who they are. some of these people are, are pretty recognizable uh, real estate owners, and they want to be involved in, in that transaction. So they stay on in the deal, and uh, they continue to manage it, and the proportionate amount of the equity that is offered to the public is taken from the cash flow of that operating company and given to the public market. So we're normally doing up to 49% of the equity in a deal, meaning, you know, if it's a hundred million dollar asset, $60 million of debt on it, your implied equity that you have to to offer. And we'll take, you know, rounding over here, $20 million of it floating to the public. And that 49% of the cash flow after the debt services, after any sort of retained earnings for leasing costs or whatever, is given proportionally right to the investors as a form of cash.
0: Well, that's great. So you kind of build in um, some risk protection. Uh, some I would call it cyclical risk protection. If there's a downturn, uh, you 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 haven't overcapitalized it in terms of outside equity in debt to the point to where you can't create enough cash flow to service debt. Uh, because it's over leveraged in a sense.
1: Correct. And, okay. and that's why we work with the real estate owners very closely to identify the right asset that works for this. Now, there's plenty of fantastic assets that have come across our desk where we would love to have done it. It's just not the right point of time. Maybe they're just barely covering the debt service ratio, right? Maybe hmm. 1.01 or, or there's still some uh, redevelopment that, that needs to go on with it. You know, maybe they did you know sixty percent of the units, and they have forty percent left, and they have you know five million dollars of capex parked for it. It's not quite there yet, and we mm-hmm. want to make sure that we're only offering the the, the cash flow component of the real estate to these investors.
0: Wow. So now, um, the timing from the time you start the underwriting process mm-hmm. until um, that it, that project is approved and ready to go on the platform. What what is that? What is the idea uh, of what that time should look like?
1: Yeah. So behind the scenes, what Lex is doing is, is offering this, this white glove service where we're the intermediary for the real estate owner and all of the different counterparties that are involved in a public offering. And there are all there's auditors, there's issuer counsel, there's the third party you know vendors that need to go involved in this. Uh, there's, there's tax consultants, all of that additional services is bundled into the, the, the Lex placement fee um, as a one-time cost to the owners to get this offering done. Mm. That whole process um, usually takes around three to four months. So mm. getting to end, it's a three to four month process from mm. when we, we identify the property, when we sign the engagement letter with the owner uh, to be their 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 investment for this and to when it's qualified and, and uh, collecting money from the investors.
0: Okay. Well, that makes sense. Wow. So uh, it I, I, it's exciting. I can see how this works for uh, a lot of those, uh, what, what I call merchant builders uh, who, who will go out and develop and create products for REITs. Uh, now you have an, uh, an alternative, you know, and of course uh, I can see some other products uh, that can be developed once this particular um, product that you're offering materials. Um, and I won't say what those other products are, but I'm thinking of some things that, that might be a great compliment uh, to, to what you guys are doing. So uh, I know that you guys are in the uh, proof of concept stage. Is that correct? Yes. And I think I read that somewhere. Yes. Um, so uh, where are you in that process? And when do you think uh, this is going to be something that becomes, uh, more widely available.
1: Sure. So right now we have about a handful of assets that are in various stages of of the, the deal life cycle for for mm-hmm. offering. Um, whether it's in you know the initial stages um, or or it's actually starting to gather indications of interest on a potential offering, mm-hmm. um, and we anticipate having the the first few. Live by the end of the summer, early fall, I would say is probably the best bet when you can actually start depositing money into uh, uh, an account of the brokerage accounts and, and, and receiving uh, the, the shares of, of those assets. Wow. Uh, the assets that are um, currently live on, on the platform are still in the indication of interest phase, meaning that we're still gathering information, doing a lot of behind the scenes qualification stuff uh, with the SEC uh, to get those through. And we have a substantial pipeline of assets behind that of a bit. <laughs> uh, yeah. very interested real estate owners who are just want to see one so they can see the paperwork, the, the public filings and the structure and, and see that it works and that there's the appetite for it. And mm-hmm. then they already have the assets lined up. They already have identified the assets. We've already seen what the assets they're talking about. And I mean, these, these assets range, you know, in, in the tens of millions to over a billion dollar assets that we're working with. So those are the people that are just waiting for the proof of concept to go through. Expect a a windfall of exponential growth right after. We're hoping to have a significant amount of of offerings uh, on the platform uh, in the next six to 12 months so that the investors can start to build out their uh, uh, portfolio as they choose. Okay, great.
0: So um, now Lex is a private company.
1: <laughs> Lex is, is a private company. It right
0: is. now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I am going to I'm, I'm going uh, to keep an eye on you guys. <laughs> so um, now uh, I know that this platform is really designed to cater to the retail investor, but have you seen any demonstrated interest uh, from institutional investors.
1: Absolutely. We have spoken to quite a lot of the institutional investors, uh, the much larger institutional investors, who have you know, millions of accounts with them. Right. And they already know about us, and they want to plug in to our trading system. Um, it's a very long and rigorous process for them to do behind the scenes with a lot of you know, regulations and, and needing to see the product. Um, but those conversations have already started and they are eager to hop on board uh, once the door is open for them. So ultimately, at the uh, when we are fully operational and, and hopefully not so distant future, um, the ability to invest in these properties is going to be as easy as opening an app that you probably already have on your phone with a brokerage account that you already have and just finding one of these properties and investing in it.
0: Wow. That is great. Well it's exciting. I, I, I look forward to seeing how this thing develops and transitions from concept to actual practical solution. So um, that, that's great. So uh, what else would you like for our, our audience to know about Lex, uh, about the platform, uh, anything that we didn't cover that you, you would think would be very important to share at this moment?
1: Yeah, I mean, outside of, of what I briefly mentioned with our, our recent partnership with NASDAQ, which we're really excited about, um, they see us as going forward being the uh, standard for commercial real estate securities, a uh, place to go for all of that sort of trading of commercial real estate securities. And we are super excited to have that partnership with them uh, using their technologies that they already have in place to power our trading system um, and, and utilizing their network um, going forward, it's, it's super helpful for us. And, and we love that. They're very excited, uh, about what we're doing. Uh, they talk about us a lot. Um, our investors talk about us a lot. So the people behind the scenes, um, Alan Patrickoff, one of our, our lead investors, he always goes on CNBC and loves to talk about us. So it's, it's really exciting to see all of these major players who have been in the industry for probably longer than I've been born talk about this novel concept and, and see the the vision that our founders see when they made the company, where this could potentially go. And we really want to unlock that for everybody. So that's kind of what, what our goal is. And that's what we hope the uh, Lex Markets ends up being.
0: Wow, that's great. So it's um, crowdfunding on steroids, right? <laughs> so it's uh, taking it to another level. But that, that's great. Uh, one of the problems that's um, – really kept a lot of people out of commercial real estate uh, investing is that lack of liquidity, Uh, you know, and and now you're creating a liquidity for this market and that's going to be phenomenal. Uh, Not only is it going to be phenomenal for assets here in the United States, it's going to be phenomenal for assets throughout the world. So do do you see any competition, maybe foreign uh, companies doing the same thing? We've seen
1: similar concepts. There's one in in the UK that's doing something similar. Uh, They're still using a a REACH structure. Um, uh, I really don't know the the regulations behind security offerings in the UK uh, to on it, but we do know that it it somewhat exists in in the UK. We're Mm -hmm. the the standard for the US. Uh, US real estate is a powerful asset class uh, globally. Um, And and we've actually been talking to a lot of foreign investors who have money parked in the US and want to invest in real estate and they can't find those deals necessarily. And we've already had conversations with them where they're able to invest in this product. Um, Additionally, we've actually already had conversations with some international real estate owners uh, in Canada, in Brazil, in India, um, who are also very interested in this type of asset, uh, excuse me, in this type of offering. we are working out ways um, to bring those offerings of the foreign properties into the uh, domestic markets to be tradable here. So we're, we're figuring out those, you know, intricacies of uh, of foreign investing, uh, but that is ultimately where the goal is to be for for Lex uh, to be the the global trading platform for commercial real estate.
0: Wow, very good. Now, one final question, um, uh, and and I'm, I know I'm jumping back and forth, but I know, like with other public offerings, the um, the company the uh, has to do quarterly reports, annual reports, you know, ten K reports, um, and and they have to be audited. Um, so, would that be the same with regards to this? And who's providing? That service? Is that a service you provide or is that a third party that's providing
1: that? Great question. So yes, the, the Reg A offerings that we do do mm-hmm. take for reporting requirements. They are less uh, burdensome mm-hmm. um, than, than a full S-1 filing that would need quarterly reportings um, and all that. So this actually just needs a, a semi-annual reporting. So it's a one SA and and the annual reporting, which is audited, which is the the 1K, which is similar to your 10K, um, as well as the disclosure sort of things like an 8K where you have a material event, you have Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, We work as the uh, uh, administrator after the fact, after the offering, Mm -hmm. to help with those reporting requirements. So we still have those relationships with the auditors, uh, with the accounting firms and, and, and the tax firms that are doing all of this stuff behind the scenes, mm-hmm. that relationship with them in order to facilitate all of those reporting requirements going forward. So the burden isn't on the real estate owner to do that. All they have to do is provide the normal uh, financials that they would normally give to a JV partner, mm-hmm. to our servicer, um, and everything is done behind the scenes. So, as long as that's all taken care of and, and they provide us with everything that they normally would provide to, to their partners, mm-hmm. we don't have to worry about the, the additional burdens of, of reporting or being a reporting company. The, the structure works in a way that it actually separates them. And the cost associated with that is actually uh, embedded in, in the investors' uh, uh, cash flows. So, so the, the cash flow coming to them, it's an expense line item to the investors uh, in order to be a reporting report,
0: uh, company. Makes sense. Wow. That's great. So I know that there are going to be a lot of things that happen over the next six months to a year, 18 months. Uh, I would love to have you back on this program to kind of give us an update with regards to your progress. Um, I'd absolutely love to. Yeah, this is phenomenal. Um, We'll be actually posting uh, this podcast not only on our CRE Media and event site, uh, but we also have an investor site called PRC Investor Network. Uh, And and this is great because this is one of the questions we get all of the time when we're recruiting investors to our crowdfunding platform. Um, You know, we may identify an asset that we want to purchase on the platform, um, but the question about liquidity always comes up. And, and so this, this could be a great solution, uh, not only for our platform, but also for a many similar platforms for uh, folks who are uh, acquiring assets in this crowd environment, um, you know, for the benefit of its investors. So, so this, uh, you know, I'm excited. I, I look forward to seeing how this thing happens and, um, and unveils.
1: A lot of these crowdfunding sites that, you know, people kind of wrap their mind and think that we are, uh, we actually see them not as competitors, but as potential clients going. Yes. Uh, yes. So we want to work with those, those uh, crowdfunding sites because they have a portfolio of assets without the liquidity.
0: Right. Yep. Now, right now you're going to be trading the actual asset. Do you see at some point in the future where your platform will be used to trade, uh, uh, debt securities, perhaps? We
1: are talking behind the scenes with um, a lot of different security products um, that currently do not have the liquidity components. Right. Um, we are working very closely with, with a lot of different uh, uh, companies that have different uh, uh, security offerings and on the debt side as well um, in order to, to bring more liquidity to those otherwise uh, privately traded uh, uh, investments.
0: Right, wow. If you're not careful, you might put the banks totally out of, out of commercial real estate. They've been trying to put themselves out of commercial real estate for a long time, but I think uh, you, you might help them a little bit here.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, we would love to work with some of these, these large investment banks uh, in doing the offerings. Uh, so right. That's, that's a plan going forward as well, is, is getting them interested enough uh, in these offerings, the, the, the sheer volume of, of quantity of, of what we can do should, should be enticing to them. And we would love for them to to assist us in the underwriting part because ultimately it's going to end up trading on our platform anyway.
0: Yeah, perfect. Well, I'll tell you what, Adam, thank you so much for joining us. This has been a great um, interview, great show. I learned a lot. I still have 100 questions, but I'll get a chance to ask that at a future date. And I, And I'm certainly going to continue to track this platform and see how it developed, because I think it's going to be a game changer for the commercial real estate space.
1: Charles, it was a pleasure being on. Thank you so much for having me.
0: All right. No worries. See you later.